Welcome to I'm Obsessed With This, the Netflix podcast about the shows and films viewers cannot get enough of. Sort of like how great British baking show contestants can't get enough of their proving drawers. Is that okay? That's a fine. <laughs> I'm your host, Bobby Finger, and today I am joined by writer and podcast host, Kara Brown. Hello, Kara. Hello. You're in the room with me. I'm here. The last two episodes I did were over the phone. Oh, no, I'm looking right at this you. This is like wild. And whenever we worked together, we were not in the room. We were never in we the room. We only shared a Slack room. Yeah, I, I slacked alone in Los Angeles on my couch while all my friends and coworkers typed next to each other. Yeah, it's basically the same. Being in a Slack room is like hell. Yeah. I found the pressure to like for your Slack thing to remain active because mm-hmm. you know if you like walked if I walked away to like make a sandwich yeah. and it would kind of go inactive. It was like you were chained to your desk. Yeah. Here's a tip for anyone who is trained to Slack: uh, if you download the app, you can leave and it seems like you're still working. Like you could go to like oh, a doctor's appointment. Yeah, you could like go to a doctor's appointment, but just stay in Slack on your phone. The biggest tell is people on Slack who like you can tell they're on their phone because everything's it's capitalized. capitalized. <laughs> I know. I would... And you're like, I know you're at like the bodega. <laughs> like know. you're not at work. I would be very I would pay attention and go back and and make I'd sure lower, things are in lowercase. You case. got a lowercase. <laughs> and also uh, a tell is like no one said anything for a while but then someone will be like L-O-L-M-A-O and right. it's like you're not at work right. <laughs> you're you not there you just caught up on the sla- like mm-hmm. everything everyone else it's been, been two hours and you said L-M-A-O yeah um, you have we talk about our stupid beverages I have an iced coffee you have a what is that brand I've never seen it Saratoga, Saratoga. yeah they had it at the coffee shop water. no it's I, I is got it good a, yeah it's good I LA has made me uh a LaCroix asshole. Oh, okay. What, and you said no coconut. No, coconut's awful. I kind of like coconut. Do you like coconut? That's gross. It's good. It's just, it's the the crispness of a sparkling water with sort of the milkiness of coconut really doesn't work for me. <laughs> like you need like a, a Vita Coco. Yeah, I need, okay. I need a, and I need a refreshing fruit, mm-hmm. like a passion fruit or a lemon or like the man- the peach mango I like. Mm-hmm. Like a refreshing fruit to go along with my refreshing sparkling mm-hmm. water. And this is sort of on brand. Like we're talking about Great British Baking Show today. Yes. Because that's what you chose. Yes. You're a fan of it. Big fan. But you're also a, a chef. You're a fancy pasta bitch. <laughs> what I happened know. to fancy pasta bitch? It's, it's still there. I, I was traveling a lot this year. And so I both would come back from a trip and not want to cook. Mm-hmm. And then I was also trying to like... I was like, oh, I have to go be in a bathing suit. I can't eat this pasta. So I kind of lapsed. But I have a I have a post that I did a few weeks ago. What did you make? Um, what did I make? I think I made oh, I made pesto with a Malfadine pasta. And then I What's added that one? it's sort of like squiggly on the side. It sort of looks like fettuccine, but it's like the oh, sides okay. are kind of squiggly. Yeah, okay, okay. Right, right. And then uh, with and I just like dump some burrata on top, which I do a lot. Just dump burrata on anything. On anything, yeah. On a salad, on pasta, on, on a sandwich, on a flatbread pizza. pizza. Yeah, flatbreads seem like very LA to me. Like flat, there's something about like flatbread. Yeah, is I it guess, like fewer? It seems like he- like healthier pizza. It's probably not healthier, but you think it's healthier. You think it is, and you can. I think it's easier to split because you know they'll make it in mm-hmm. like a rectangle. So we'd them. be like, oh, Bobby, let's just like split a flatbread, <laughs> and so we're eating less than we would if it were pizza. A burrata, arugula, flatbread. I hate arugula, but yes. Okay, I well, know not that one. Yeah. <laughs> Do you bake? I, you know, I baked. Um, Sometimes, okay. sometimes the mood will strike me. Okay. I actually baked our friend Amina a cake this year. Oh, what kind um, of cake? I made it was a brown butter, like vanilla situation. Um, Is it a layer cake or just one cake? It was or? a layer cake, 
Um, and it came, everyone said it was good. Mm-hmm. And then everyone was like, oh, you're like a baker. And I'm like, guys, no, I just can follow a recipe. Yeah. Um, That's kind of where I stand. Yeah. Baking is baking though requires a lot of patience mm-hmm. and very little improv. Mm-hmm. Like you can't say like when I make pasta, I'll just add extra butter and you're like, this will be, be fine. You can't add extra butter to baking. No. I've learned a lot. I mean, I haven't actually put it into practice, but I've learned <laughs> a lot watching the show because, you know, they'll, they'll, there was a actually in the new season they there was a guy who's like I'm gonna add some extra fruit to my cake mm-hmm. he's like it'll be fine and it completely ruins that's his cake. always bad that's the one thing I know you can't do because it's there's all they the extra liquid. liquid yeah when did you start watching it I started a few years ago so they did an awful American version terrible that was really Paul bad. Hollywood still was still in it I think he was still and then it was in like it. Nia Vardalos it was weird and they did they I think they started with like a holiday themed one it was like the great holiday baking yes. show yes it was not good and so I but I did watch a few mm-hmm. and I was into the format and I think someone was like oh there's a better way and then I started watching the original version mm, yeah I watched them so quickly I was trying to realize which ones I had watched yesterday or this morning I was like have I caught up on them because whenever I saw that the new season dropped I mm-hmm. was like oh god I have to watch 10 episodes but right. it's weekly it which weekly. I kind of love I was mad at first but <laughs> I will I was mad at first but I do like well one I think it was last season or the season before Prue like ruined the winner Prue ruined it so yeah. I don't want it ruined. So if this prevents that. It's going to prevent that mostly. I think it's like the day. At, like it's easier to avoid. Yes. Yes. I looked. I was like looking through. You know, it has the red line under everything you watched. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I've watched all of them. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I completely <laughs> forgot that I've watched all of these. Yeah. And I think the last two, it was a treat for me because it was like the, what was his name? Rahul series episode and Nadia or Sophie? Nadia. Oh, Nadia. I love Nadia. I watched them both back to back because they were two that I had missed. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I watched them both in like three days. Those are two of my favorites. Nadia is maybe my favorite. Actually, contestant Liam was probably my favorite contestant. Liam, yeah. He made a stack of pancakes yep. shaped like a cake shaped like a stack of pancakes. Yep. And it was so good. And I was like, Liam is a genius. He was like... 20 years old when he was on the show. Did you see the one, the the cake that, what's his name? I don't know their names yet. Yeah. And it's also, I don't want to learn their names until we're later on because they're just going to go away. There's too I many I feel like now. you're wasting time learning names this early in the show. Yes. I'll know by episode five. Oh, there's the, oh, look at this cake. I'm so, like, there it is again. Look at it. I mean, genius. It looks so much like <laughs> a stack of pancakes. It's in, it's really incredible. Um, Did you see the... um? The one where it had the egg that had the worm in it from the new oh, episode. Oh, that was weird. That was weird. It's like you're a genius. I know. I know. With the like the dragony. Yes, one, right? the dragon. Yeah, he was really that guy was good. You know, I I can do it a little bit by what they look like because the guy who got eliminated, he looks to me like Jonah from BoJack Horseman. At first, I thought he looked like one of the guys from the Chainsmokers, and then I realized I was wrong. But then I was like, he still looks like a Chainsmoker to me. You could just say he's the third Chainsmoker, and I'd be like, okay. Because it was like the bun and the beard. He was the one who added. So it was dried fruit. Mm -hmm. But he was like, I'm going to add more fruit. Which, like, why? Yeah. I don't know why that... You should know by now. Yeah, also, there's a, there's probably enough fruit in the cake. And they get to practice. Like, yes. they know the categories going into it, and they yeah. plan their showstoppers. They just don't know when they appear in the timeline. Like, right. it might be the biscuit one will be episode one or episode five or whatever. Yeah. It's not really improv. No, it would also be, I realized, much too difficult. Yeah. If they didn't go in with like a game plan. 
Because it's not like they're chefs. Like, the whole point is that they're home bakers. Right. And when I first started watching, I don't think I realized that they got that practice. Me either. Yeah. And I was like, man, how do they remember how to make that, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, weird looking cake yeah. just off the top of their heads? And then it was much more reasonable when I learned. Now, for your first ever signature challenge, the judges would like you to bake a fruit cake. It can be any size, any shape. But it must contain a significant amount of dried fruit. Significant. Yeah, more than one current, I think. So when you started watching it, you, there were already several seasons to choose from? Yeah, like I think I watched Nadia's season. <sighs> um, like I had to wait for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was maybe like three seasons ago. She was really timid, right? Mm-hmm. There was, I love when the quiet people win. Right. And the, <sighs> my other favorite thing about Nadia, which they do with all of the non-white contestants, They'll be like, oh, the flavors, because she'll add... Oh, flavors. Right, yeah. she'll add, like... Cardamom. Exactly. The moment they add cardamom, the, like, like, Mary Berry's like, oh, my the God. Or they'll add, like, curry. Ginger curry. curry, yeah. What? And they're like, oh, an explosion of flavor. And I'm like, oh, they just don't eat yeah. flavorful food. Or it's, like, a fruit that's, like, not really that common in England. They're right. like, what? A you... mango? Exactly. Are you out of your mind? The tropical flavors, <laughs> yeah. they lose their minds. And she did a lot of oh, that. Yeah. She was like, I'm cooking with, like, my home flavors. Mm-hmm. And they would lose their minds. And Which, with Raul. Yeah. Oh, my God. And Raul was also the quietest person on the planet. And thought he was terrible. Yeah. One of the things that I like that they do with the show is they reveal the backstories kind of slowly. Yeah. Um, so the longer someone sticks around, I mean, which I guess makes sense, mm-hmm. but they really peel back the layers. Yeah. So there was a guy, I think it was Raul's season, and he kind of looked like a pirate, and he had been doing kind of okay. Like he kept sort of, he kept advancing by the skin of his teeth. Mm-hmm. And then he lost, and then at the end he was like, yeah, so my wife died suddenly like seven months ago. Um, oh, this I remember bait, remember that. Him? Oh my God, yes. And he was like, you know, this bait, he's like, it's been so therapeutic. It's been oh, so same. nice to be with people and make friends. And I was sobbing, <laughs> sobbing. It's so nice. I couldn't stop crying. And it was just such a nice reveal. Terry. It, Terry. And it was both very sad because you didn't get the reveal until he was leaving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I kind of like that they didn't exploit it during his time there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a very well-made show. Yes. And it always kind of impresses me every season that it's like, how is this still working? It's like, because they found the perfect formula. Yeah. But why do you think it is that the American one didn't work? I think, well, one of the main reasons I think is we're not good bakers. (laughs) (laughs) I was in London twice this year Mm -hmm. and I had been, um, I was talking to this guy, like a run of your mill straight guy Mm -hmm. and he was telling me how he's like has a special lemon cake that he makes okay which is just something that he doesn't like he's not an especially good cook he doesn't cook a lot but like he knows how to make this lemon cake Mm -hmm. and i think culturally they all do baking like that yeah so i think just culturally it's something that people there do more which here we're not really doing Mm -hmm. that What's your favorite baked good generally? Not baked by yourself. Oh, yeah. If you went to like a bakery that had mm. everything, what would it be? I mean, I love, I, I could eat like an entire chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. I could do a croissant. A croissant? Do you like a chocolate croissant? I do like a chocolate croissant. Do you like a layer, like a devil's food cake or like a pound cake or um, like I a... I really love pound cake. Like I love like a favorite. devil... Oh, do you like pound yeah, cake? That's my favorite. Because do, do you add stuff to it? No, I just like, I just like how plain. buttery it is. Just like so buttery and dense and... You know, good pound cake is great. Mm-hmm. Mediocre pound it's cake bad. is bad. Mm-hmm. So you've got to get the good stuff. Yeah. But you like a frosted cake. Like I a... love like a frosted cake. Mm-hmm. What else do I like? I love when they make those like buns. 
they make a lot of those biscuity things that I've never had mm-hmm. that look that are very British. And they make a lot of rolls. They always make the oh, rolls yeah, that, that I've, I've never eaten before. I've but had, I want them. I've had like a ho ho. The is little Debbie, like a little, little Debbie. I think yeah. it's like a little Debbie equivalent of like a classic British baked yes, good. But it yes. was like, oh no, but we're just going to make them small and package them individually. And yeah. Then, yeah. I've never, or like tea cakes they make a lot, mm-hmm. which is, I've had them, but it's not a, mm-hmm. we don't eat that frequently. Does watching the show, it makes me want to bake. It does. It all, every time I watch it, I'm like, I need to bake. But yeah. then I don't. Like every once in a while, I'll make a cake. Yeah. But I also tell myself, like, oh, I'm like, my, I have, like, a shitty New York oven. Like, it's not <laughs> calibrated. It's not the right temperature. I don't have a KitchenAid. Yeah. Do you have a stand mixer? Like, I do If don't. you want it to? I don't. I feel like you need it. You need that to do it. Because there have been things that I was like, oh, I want to go try to make that. Yeah. And then you do kind of need the stand mixer. Because you need to be able to let it go and then do other things. And, like, at, pour things in while yeah. it's mixing. Yes. They love to do that. I Here's the other thing about baking. You With cooking, I can scale down a recipe. Mm-hmm. Baking, you kind of have to make the okay. amount that they tell you. Yeah. And so I'm like, what am I going to do with a cake? Like, I live alone. <laughs> like, what am I going to... I'm going to get you, diabetes. You like, have to bring it to some... You have to bring it to yeah. people. Yeah, and I don't find myself in a situation often enough yeah. where baked goods are requested of me. Yeah. I made it... The last time I made a cake was because I had people over. Yeah. And even then, there was half a cake left. Right. And... I mean, we finished it over the course of like a few days, <laughs> but after the after it was done, it was like I was kind of glad to be rid of it, right? Because every meal we were just having a slice of cake afterwards. I think you need like I remember Raul worked in an office. He was like a scientist. Yeah, but he was like he brought his food there a oh, lot. Oh, that's right. So I think you need like if I worked in more workers. of a corporate environment and uh-huh. I was bringing in treats all the time, uh-huh. I, or like it's like the office. You know, they're like always eating cake on the office. Then I would maybe bake more. I understand that. Like, because that's sort of a joke on like a sitcom thing yes. like that. And I really do understand the appeal now that yes. I think about it. It's because like, people that'll eat, they'll eat it. Baking is a hobby, but what do you do with it? You take it to work. Yeah. And then your coworkers, you know, look forward to it. Mm-hmm. Maybe they like friends. you anymore. Oh, yeah. Because he was like, I wanted to make friends. Oh, that's what my it God, was. You're right, because he had, had moved from, from India. India. Oh, oh, God. Raul. It was literally like, I need to make friends and I'm quiet and I'm like, I don't like talking. So I'm going to make. And oh it worked. God, you're right. I want to give That's him a so hug. Nice. Raul. Another thing that I loved about the show was how nice they are to each other. Yeah. Even they though help it's a, out. They help out even though it's a competition. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it's because no one, they're really doing it for the love of baking. Yeah. No one's doing it to like get rich or yeah. really to get famous. And so there's something more pure about all of it. And it's one of those reality shows where everyone's good. Yes. You know, where it's like, even if you lose, you could still get something out of it do you remember ruby like hot ruby she looked like a model i feel like she was in college or university whatever oh there she there. is yeah mm-hmm, um she's mm-hmm, beautiful mm-hmm, yep and i she didn't the lipstick win- yep mm-hmm. she didn't win she but was like she, second place right she was like second or third yeah. runner-up um but she i think parlayed that into something okay well that's good for her so you've watched all the seasons you know where it all went you know that originally it was mary berry mm-hmm. and you had sue sue and mel uh, on your mark, get set, bake. Bake. <laughs> <laughs> and you had Mary Berry, like, queen of England, yes. basically. Then they left. I remember being like, I'm not going to watch this show anymore. And yeah. the moment I started <laughs> the new season, I was like, I don't care. I do not miss these people. Because they are really great. Like, yeah. nothing against Sue and Mel. And, like, wasn't Sue, didn't she have, like, some horrible, bla- like, brain tumor moment? Oh, my God. She had she? a brain tumor for, like, her whole life. 
and then finally the like had it removed. The, the brunette. The brunette. The oh like God. not like British Rachel Maddow. Yes. Uh, she had like this like brain like had all these like traumatizing events and then they left oh, the God. show and then Mary Berry seemed like the anchor for the whole thing and yeah. I was like this is gonna suck. Prue, I like her. I like Prue. It but they're not the appeal. They're, they're not they're, right. They're you realize they don't matter. No. And honestly, and I hate to say it, but Paul Hollywood maybe matters more than. Mary and Prue. It's almost easier to be nice. Yes. You know? Yeah. And he's the one who has to, he's the one that points out like the technical stuff that's only kind of interesting. Uh-huh. Like I would say every third assessment, do I want to hear, like it's not baked through, <laughs> you know, like otherwise <laughs> I don't really care. But he's the one that gives you that yeah. more than the other ones. She's do. a little more forgiving. Yes. Prue, for a second, I thought Prue was also going to be kind of mean, but then she's the nicer she's one. She's like not really. You yeah. have to be the nicer one. Yeah, she's mean with like the when they have to do the technical challenges. Oh, like she yeah. picks very hard things. Oh, they seem yeah. harder than usual. And I feel like it's up to. I mean, there's probably no way to know this without you know calling up Great British Baking Show, <laughs> which is it's Great British Baking Show in the United States and Great British Bake Off the, in the UK. Yes. Yes. There must be some weird copyright thing. Yeah, but I think it was a Pillsbury thing. Oh, like I think they, so I they think Pillsbury owns off one, like some bake, yeah, something like that, because they did like a Bake Off contest. Oh, it's Pillsbury or like Toll House, like one of them, mm-hmm. and so they couldn't call it that here. Okay, so they just had to add show, whatever. It's yeah. the same thing. Yeah, I feel like I noticed that as well. That. The, the technical challenge where they don't put all the steps yeah. I think they've gotten harder since yeah. Prue took control like I think Prue actually has control over yeah. this what they see because yeah. it's gotten ridiculous they've gotten very hard what is your favorite challenge of every season I like the bread weeks mm-hmm. because it it really shows the people who like practice yeah I like the bread weeks and the bread stuff that they make is bonkers <laughs> like when they have to build I didn't realize you could build sculptures out of bread. <laughs> like, was not. And every time they start, so you know when they're when they're talking about what they're gonna make, uh-huh. there'll be a little like drawing. Yeah, I love the drawings. Just, I love the drawings. And you see the drawing, and I'm like, I can't see it. <laughs> like, I hear what they're they're like. It's gonna be a boat made out of nope. bread. And I'm like, I don't know. I cannot visualize <laughs> yeah. this at all. And there's like an arrow that's like, this is like a pine nut. Yeah, thing. or and they'll like... be like, this door will open and close. And I'm like, what? And I can't conceptualize it even with the pictures. And then when I see it in my mind, I'm like, oh, my God, they built a boat out of bread. (laughs) I was like, they really did it. That's what happened with the showstopper this week, too, because it was all these like it was like children's stuff. So everything was really intricate. And like a lot a lot of the ones this week were kind of disappointing. They weren't that good. Yeah. But the drawings were insane. (laughs) The drawings are often the best part. Yeah. I want to meet that person who does that. That must be a really fun job. I also I mean, I know what happens to the food afterwards which is I assume the crew eats it oh yeah sure yeah but I want to know more like that's too much cake I actually did um I was on an episode of Top Chef I remember that (laughs) and you like you were at one of those events like in the like Catalina Island or something it might have been the first it was like the first one because I remember there were a bunch of chefs Mm -hmm. and I was a a a food writer (laughs) (laughs) not a lie it's not a lie but also they knew like the people from Bravo knew that I was a big um fan of the show mm-hmm. and so I went and had to eat all the food but there there were so many people yeah and so even to the point where like people were running out of stuff oh god so I was like I get that but with like there's they don't bring in extra people like 10 full-size cakes yeah and 10 dozen biscuits yeah you know the ones when they make them make it's so like you have to make many. 36 and they have to be identical and they have to be displayed <laughs> in a beautiful way biscuit day is I think my favorite everything is so delicate I like the people too that they'll be like 
oh, yeah, I tried this at home and it didn't work. <laughs> and then they just are making I it, did it anyway. Once. I did it once and it collapsed, yeah. but like, whatever. We'll see. I did it like a week ago. Yeah, and they still do it. And yeah. I'm like, man, that's dumb they're, but brave. They're good. Yeah. Competition shows like this, Top Chef is a good example as well, where it's like you have to inherently be talented to just get on. Yeah. Where it's not just idiots. Right. You know, like there are other, sh- like I hate that Food Network show, The Worst Cooks in America. Right. Like it's not satisfying to me to watch people who are bad at something. Right. You know? Project Runway is another favorite Project of mine. Runway, because yeah. that's like when you realize that those people have actual skills. Yeah. Do you think you would ever put in the work mm-hmm. to do something like this? If there were a pasta making show, mm. would you do it? I, huh. Like, huh. are you willing to be that vulnerable in front of people? I guess is the question. I, you know what? For me with the pasta, the the only reason to make pasta is mm-hmm. to eat it. <laughs> so if I don't get to eat it at the end, I guess if there were money, like I guess that would would, would make up for not being able get to, to eat it. You don't get to have any of the ravioli. Yeah. But if I don't get to eat it, I don't really know what I'm doing here. Mm-hmm. So you... Paul and Mar- Paul and Prue get to eat it. I'd watch them eat my pasta. And then you'd be depressed. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, I wanted a taste. Yeah, That'd be a good show, though. But you know what? If it were enough money, because I also watched the glass blowing show. Oh, me too. Yeah. Blown away. Blown away. Um, And I was like, you know, especially if you just like it. Like, I felt like a lot of the people on that show had a good perspective that they were like, I don't know. I like <laughs> doing this. Like, let's see. Yeah. As opposed, like on Top Chef, they take it very seriously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is different. And I think on the Great British Bake Off, there is a little bit more casualness. Like they would love to win. And being, and the thing about Top Chef is that chefs are mean. Right. <laughs> like no one on Top Chef is going to help out another contestant. Or right. when it happens, it's rare. It's rare, yeah. The chef environment is intense. It's yeah. mean. It's your career. Like a home baker is just like in the house. Right. You're having a good time. You, you support everyone else. But yeah. like Top Chef winners are like, assholes. Right. That's kind of what you want from a chef in a way. Right. You want a baker to be friendly and loving and warm and like just want to make you happy with the food and you want a (laughs) chef to be like uh, passionate and like a nightmare genius. And I like having both of those shows. Like I like the intensity of Top Chef Uh sometimes is necessary but that's what I love about just watching them bake and Mm -hmm. I'm like you know I just want to watch some people be nice to each other and make some baked goods. Do you find it relaxing? I, I find know it pe- pretty relaxing. I know people who are like, I just, it really like puts me in such a zen state. But last night when I was watching it, I was I hadn't watched it in a mm-hmm. while because it was a new season. And I was like, it sucks to not be able to eat things. I mean, that was the biggest, like when I did the Top Chef thing, like actually getting to eat the food. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, I only got to eat the food from one episode. Yeah. Like I want an early episode, an early episode, yeah. and it wasn't. Even, it's not like we were sitting down. It was at like a fair thing, you know. Yeah. So they were a lot out of people. Food. It was like, but I want to eat it every episode. <laughs> so That's as satisfying tough. as it was to have it that one time, I mean, like I watched every. I'll watch the show, and I'll go look up a recipe. I'm like, oh my god, that bread seemed crazy, uh-huh. and then I will truly get to step four in this recipe, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> like. I literally can't do this. Do you remember that one, the cake that has like a million layers that they were making? And I was like, I want this more than I've ever wanted a cake. (laughs) And I will never, I won't even open the recipe because I know this is a nightmare. Never in my life will I do this. And their recipes are are much more difficult than even they make them seem. Mm -hmm. Because I had looked up, when I baked this cake earlier this year, I think she's wanted sponge cake. Okay. So I was like, oh, okay, let me see if I can make a sponge cake. Sponge cake is like hard to make. <laughs> I never made a sponge cake. And I was like, she's getting regular cake. <laughs> but they regularly make sponge cake on yeah. that show like like it's nothing. Uh-huh. Like they use it and they just chop it up to build like orb cakes. Yeah. So I, yeah, I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. 
Do you think do you think Paul and Prue have diabetes? Well, I always wonder <laughs> how like they take teeny bites they of take everything. Very small bites. Well, the worst is I mean, obviously in the beginning it's so many people. Mm-hmm. But when they do the technical challenges, that one seems like the worst because it's just the same. Over what a waste of over calories and, and sugar over. over and over again. You're also, the same thing. it's sort of like whenever you watch like a, like a famous movie star in a movie eating something in a right. movie, you're like, I know you spit that out after every take. Right. So maybe they're sp- Honestly, they could oh, be spitting. They could be I wouldn't spitting. be surprised if they're spitting. Pay attention to any famous actor in yeah. a movie or a television show eating food. You usually don't even see them they, they'll like run the fork over the plate right or they'll take a bite you will never see them swallow that's so true and i always assume they're spitting out which is gross to imagine but also like if you're ta- if you're doing yeah, your takes a lot of that. it makes yeah. sense i i feel like i don't know if i read in an interview but i heard that padma mm-hmm. for top chef she basically like during the filming of the season mm-hmm. she just lets herself like she has to eat the food oh so yeah she just, she's like, like every everything. day's cheat day with them yeah. yeah and then in between because you know there's like a a lapse between the finale like the end of the season oh. and the finale and she diets because they go yeah they like go to hawaii oh my and God. so she loses the weight in between and then <laughs> and then is comes to the finale i mean it still sounds like a nice lifestyle honestly. yeah that i mean there, there are worse things yeah um let's play a game it should be really easy but i don't want to jinx it okay where did i get this i want to credit the i had to get terms from this website oh extra crispy is where i got these terms <laughs> Thank you, Extra Crispy. And then I turned them into a quiz. Okay. The most complex of all meringues, this is used to frost cakes. It involves beating the whites, then drizzling 240 degree sugar syrup into the whites and continuing to beat until satiny and cool. Is this Italian meringue, Swiss meringue, French meringue, or Echo Park meringue? Swiss meringue? Mm. It's Italian and meringue. Italian, I'm sorry. damn it. It's like... I was like, what's also, what's an L.A. neighborhood? Is Silver Lake Is Marine. Swiss Meringue a thing? All of them are real except the last one, which is a theme on this quiz. Okay, got it. Um, Italian I almost Marine. wanted to say Italian, too. Swiss is real. Would you like to know what Swiss is? Yeah, what's Swiss? Swiss is, it tends to be silkier and denser and involves beating the egg whites and sugar in a bowl over boiling water. Oh, okay. And then French Meringue, you do it and then bake it. So I guess that's more of like a Pavlova thing. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Okay. Next question, also known as a German buttercream. This is a pastry cream whipped with butter. Creme patisserie, creme mousseline, creme anglaise, creme de curacao. Mousseline. That's it, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. What is another word for creme patisserie? They say it a lot in the show. French cream, creme pat, franco cream, creme de Patricia Clarkson. A, or creme. Creme pat. Yeah. This spreadable cream is made by enriching an almond paste with sugar, butter, and eggs. Frangipan, marzipan, creme fraiche, or Duncan Hines funfetti in a tub? I believe it's marzipan. It's frangipan. What the hell? Oh my gosh. It's a different thing. How is it different? I don't know. It said not to be confused with marzipan. This sponge cake is almond flavored and made with whole eggs rather than the whites and yolks being beaten separately like other sponges. So you don't have to separate you it all together. Is this an angel food sponge, Genoise sponge, Jaconde sponge, or Scotch Bright sponge? I'm just gonna say Genoa because they talk about it all the time. It's Jaconde. My God, these are Jaconde. hard. Okay, I'm sorry. The next one's <laughs> the next one's easy. This sponge is named after a famous royal: Elizabeth, George, Victoria, Meghan Markle. 
Victoria. Victoria. All right. See, see, this is fine. What if Meghan Markle gets a she'll get cake one. named after her? If she wants one, she'll get one. She'll get one. She'll like make some weird version of another thing. Right. And it'll be like the Meghan Markle sponge. Got it. You know? Yeah. yeah. With like extra egg yolks or something. Like it's going to have like one little adjustment. Very Less sugar. Like, mm. you know, some other thing. What makes a dough a short crust? It's made with hot water. It doesn't have a leavening agent. It's rolled extra thin. Genetics. <laughs> I think the hot water. Leavening agent. Which is the one with the hot water? They, I just, I had, I just, the reason I said that is because it was another one. It is, it's just called a hot water crust. God damn. It's a stiff, sturdy pastry mixed together with piping hot water. You know, there are so <laughs> many, it's so, it's, I find this, I'm, I'm not even embarrassed because... No, they make you can't so be. many things that they I'm like, never run out of things. How? Yeah, how have they not run out of things? They never yet? run out. Every time there's a new technical, I'm like, how did how, we not do this before? How are there that many meringues? Like, what were people doing in like 16th century England that like they had the time to come up with a million different only? baking goods? <laughs> because number one, all that stuff was expensive. Right? Could they have been wasting eggs like that too? Like, I had to believe an egg was harder to come by. I would assume. Yeah. Oh, no. It must have been just like very rich people who like had all the time in the world and were like, this is miserable. A few more left. Okay. What is a millefeuille? <laughs> is that terrible French? I don't even. My, I mean, I'm not going to get it. Trying to take my, my, bring my French lessons back. Okay. <laughs> a small multi-layered mousse-based cake. A 17th century favorite. Small round pastry made with puff pastry and filled with currants. A rectangular French pastry made up of alternating layers of thin, flaky puff pastry and piped creme patisserie. Or what Marion Cotillard screams when she realizes her desk is a mess. The C, the, the French rectangle. One. That's yeah. it. You yeah, got it right. Wow, 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 wow. What is crucial to be folded into puff pastry dough that makes it so flaky? Oh. Butter, shortening, lard, or cornflakes? Butter. Butter. Got it right. All right. See, this I is do getting like, easy. I like puff pastry week. Also, puff pastry is one of those things where on every other cooking show, it's like, never make puff pastry. Right, right. Always buy it. And meanwhile, they're like, all I do is make puff pastry. They do a week where they have to make it over and over <laughs> that's again. <good. laughs> that's all I do. In that tent that's always hot. They're it's like, all... it's too hot. But even when it's winter, somehow the day of puff pastry day, it's they're hot. Like, it's so hot. <laughs> yeah. I have to put it like my proving drawer. Like, oh, uh, we... and then the freeze, the freeze, they never have enough freezers they and fridges. Have... Why don't they have enough freezers? I think they would just want to fuck with it. It's like the... the one like devious thing they can yeah. do. Just put another freezer Yeah, because they often have to share, share them and, and they're they like, keep space. the door closed. <laughs> they don't... <laughs> That's the angriest they That's get on that show. That's as bad as they get. You're right. It'll be like, keep the door closed. Damn it. And then <laughs> then someone else will do something and they're like, okay, I'll help you. It's okay. <laughs> like, I don't have time to help you, but I'm going to help you. Okay. What is another term for a checkered cake? A game cake? A plaid cake? A Battenberg cake? A Gutenberg cake? Is it Battenberg? It's Battenberg. It's yeah. Battenberg, yeah. I do remember, because you know what I remember about the checkered cakes is when they introduced them, I was like, how the hell are they going to make those Every things? time they make a checkered cake, and they feel like they do it every season, they I'm do. like fascinated. I still don't understand how the, they do the, it. The like geometry of yeah, it? I'm it like, how do you see it? Because yeah. they have to like... Yeah, and they make, they get it so even. <laughs> like, how are they doing this? They're amazing people. <laughs> They're just amazing people. Um, which of these is not a Mary Berry cookbook name? Fast Cakes? Mary Berry's Family Sunday Lunches? Mary Berry cooks the perfect dot dot dot. The Devil in the White City. 
I'm going to go with the last the one. one. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then the last one, what is everyone on Great British Baking Show always trying to avoid? A watery lower half, a juicy down under, an oozy southern hemisphere, or a soggy bottom? I think it's, it's a soggy, a soggy bottom. bottom. Okay. And I think <laughs> I think with that, we've done enough of this. Um, thank you for coming in to talk about this show. Of it was course. fun to just like talk about a show that's fun. You know, fun things are fun. I have mixed feelings about this weekly thing. You know, I, I do like one thing I will say, which is that it forces us again to like have the conversation. Like yeah. every week I we like have to have that. the new conversation. Yeah. I like that. Which, you know. But I'm so used to watching them all in like a number of days, like three days in a row. I you know I wonder if maybe I'll just skip it for a few weeks and, and then, then and then like that's what I do with like HBO shows yeah like I usually wait until the season's over and then I just go through it do it but I don't know I'm so excited I got to see what happens yeah also it's time to learn the names it's getting tough I think episode three is when you got to start learning yeah. names I'll let you know when I watch the next episode and we can catch up over it please do thank you for coming enjoy Los Angeles <laughs> bye Kara bye. Thank you, Kara Brown, for coming by, and thank you at home for listening to another episode of I'm Obsessed With This. New episodes of Great British Baking Show drop weekly on Netflix, and you can catch up with all the other seasons right now on Netflix as well. See you next week.